better than this. Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Chris Schubert from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Monday episode of the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON20, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Kyle, it's like I just saw you this weekend. What's going on, dude? It's because you did just see me this weekend, and uh, it went by so quickly. Yeah. What was, your, what was your highlight of House of Athlete? That was, that was not actually House of Athlete. Because we're going to spend the whole day talking about House of Athlete. So anything that we did when we were down there in Weston. The, the, the highlight Lauderdale. of, yeah, the Fort highlight Lauderdale. of. What, South Florida. South Florida. There South you go. Florida. Joe was very, everything was Miami. We're in Miami. Actually, kept, no, we're in Fort Lauderdale. Because I kept we're in Miami. On, no, we're in Weston. I kept on doing that on purpose because Zach, one of the TDN interns, was kind of, you know, driving us around and stuff. And I, I knew that it was bothering him. <laughs> so <you laughs> that we were like, because he lives in the area, right? So these, these are like real towns to him. Weston, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, they're all different. So if you just call everything Miami, you, you continue to drive him crazy. Miami. So that was just that was me being a little bit of a jerk. My favorite part of our trip was undoubtedly watching Baron Browning tape. Thank you. I was hoping I was hoping we were going to leave with this. Yeah, I don't you, look. It, there's no question. It was you, me, and Andrew Dow. Andrew Dow, yeah, one of our uh, NFLPA externs who came down and spent some time with us this weekend. And so we got the three of us watching his two playoff games this year, Clemson and Alabama. And we we can get into the player eventually, but just being able to do that film study together, you know. In Ask person, questions. right? Yeah, we, oh. we talk about all these players with yeah. both of our NFL PAX turn members that, that are sitting in our scouting meetings and are, are part of that process with us. But um, to do it in person and kind of work through as fluid as it was, you know, it's not, it's you could try to hop on a Zoom and share a yeah. screen and get the same. It's not the same. It's never the same as putting it on. You're all huddled around the screen. You're watching it. You're breaking it down. So needless to say, we like Baron Browning <laughs> brand player. Yeah. Got to get him on the pod. That's our next step. Ooh, get Baron on. Yeah. Got to get Baron Browning on the pod. Well, we've, uh, we've talked to Andrew about coming onto the podcast to talk about these linebackers. And so that that's going to happen. Hopefully this week we do that. We haven't mm-hmm. run it by Chris. Uh, surprise. <laughs> yeah. Chris has been surprising us. <laughs> So you look at him. He's all kinds of flustered yeah, right now. He's, he's like, his what? eyes are going. You know, he's all of a sudden uh, feeling some type of way. So we're definitely going to do that. But yeah, I mean, the, the the weekend was great. We'll talk all about the HOA Combine, but that film study was really, really fun. So Kyle, what the heck is the HOA Combine? So House of Athlete is a fitness and lifestyle brand that was founded by former All-Pro wide receiver Brandon Marshall. And they have a facility in Miami or Weston. And um, pretty much they recruited a bunch of really talented positional coaches and trainers and support staff to put on a pseudo NFL combine for athletes that are committed to training at House of Athlete. And in total, I think there were 15 players that logged some sort of athletic test, not the full gambit, but they had the 40, the vert, the broad. They did field work. They did bench press. 
They had media availability uh, for these 15 players. They had more players in attendance who did not participate. We had a chance to talk with Quincy Roche. He was really cool. He came over and said, hey, what's up? One of you guys just text me for an interview, and uh, I just want you to know I'm not stiffing you. Well, <laughs> it was neither one of us, but <laughs> he just saw the logo and made it, made sure he came over. And you know, All those little things do matter, Joe. I don't know about yeah. you, but I, I definitely made a note of that for Quincy Roche. For sure. And on the other side, like there's certain players that like Frank Darby from Arizona State's there, the wide receiver. That guy was a ball of fire the whole week, man. Just didn't like do a, didn't do any drill no. or exercise or test at all. But go ahead. He, but he stood out, right? He stood out because he was enthusiastic. He was, you know, rooting on his teammates, like talking some trash a little bit. Like, you know, Eric Stokes, he goes out and runs this crazy good time. And the first thing Frank Darby yells out is, Still can't cover me. You know what I mean? And so he, you could just tell he just brought a lot of juice to the situation, and I enjoyed getting a chance to uh, to observe him throughout the week. Um, Jalen Twyman stood out for his frame. Yeah. He's, he, he went away for a while. He, he came back after opting out and not playing in 2020, and he's up over 300 pounds. So that's a win for him. And then uh, Travis Etienne did an interview and dropped a little nugget and said, I really like South Florida. I'm not trying to leave <laughs> in his interview. I don't know if you saw that or not. but uh, I, I didn't, but uh, yep. I know there's a football team that plays there. Um, yeah, down in Davie, which is another uh, another subsection down there. Hmm. We can Wait, add so it to the, the list of Weston and Fort Lauderdale and Miami Gardens, Davie. So where do the Dolphins actually play? What the Dolphins, Dolphins Stadium is in Miami Gardens. Okay. And it's Sorry, it's what's the name of the stadium? Because you got that wrong this weekend, too. Joe Robbie. It's not Joe Robbie. It was Joe Robbie in like 1990. Pro player. Pro, Pro player was like 2000. Um, You got like four more names before. I you know get to it's the hard rock. I just do that okay, to drive okay. you crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We're at the rock. It's oh, called the, the rock. rock. The rock. Fierce. Um. <laughs> Kyle, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL seasons are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the new scores and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use our promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Kyle. Hola. So you kind of led off with a question about, you know, just the weekend experience and things that stood out to me. So I want to ask you this question as we laser in on what actually happened at the HOA combine. Your biggest impression, the thing that stood out to you the most from a player perspective. Um Brandon Smith's explosive. Who was he? You know, Brandon Smith, wide receiver from Iowa. Uh, late round guy coming into the week. And uh, we talked about this briefly when we did our, our recap video there at the facilities at Miami FC, Joe. But um, Brandon Smith is big bodied, strong. He put up 20 plus pounds in the bench press. He jumped nearly 45 inches in the vertical and he jumped 11-3 in the broad jump. Now, he ran four, five, six uh, in the 40. So he is a little bit of a slow burn guy. He take, those first 10 yards are not where he's going to win. So because of that, he needs to continue to focus on his physicality on route stem and, and beating press coverage. 
and also his technique and footwork at the top of routes to make sure he can break off as much separation as he can. But you watch him in Iowa, and on the off chance he gets an accurate throw thrown his direction, <laughs> he makes really good ball adjustments on back shoulders and high point and play above the rim and contested catches and guys draped on his frame. So, like, he's a very different style player than Amir Smith-Marset, who's the other Iowa receiver, who is the more popular one uh, coming into this offseason because, you know, former track guy, uh, he blew up in a bowl game. I think he scored three or four touchdowns against USC uh, throughout the course of his career. And a little bit more of a gadgety guy. He's a win vertical, got more speed than Brandon Smith does. But you watch Brandon Smith play and you watch the all 22. It's like, well, he, he was open there. We, we just didn't get a look or we didn't get a target. We didn't get that far through the progression. So I think he, despite the fact that he's not a really productive college receiver, he came out and showed like, as long as you're not looking for a guy to explode vertically off the line and, and get vertical and, and run a bunch of routes, 20 yards downfield. This is the kind of guy that you can take late. He's got the build and physicality to play on teams if you want him to. Uh, but he's got a little something to work with athletically with how explosive he is. And he's flashed the body control on film. Brandon Smith's muscles have muscles. Correct. Dude is yoked, yoked, chiseled, man. How about Georgia cornerback Eric Stokes Jr.? My goodness. If there was like a winner. Shuby's like, all excited. Darryl. Overall. It's Head Stokes, bobbing. man. Can't wait for him to be CB3. Uh, oh, so, no. Did you just go there? I didn't. I, I just teased it. You I just did, teased though. it. We'll see. We'll see. You Neither you nor I have a first-round grade on J.C. Horn. So this is a possibility, guy. Right. When we do our, so you're not talking predictably. You're just talking. No, I'm just throwing crap out there. But okay. So real quick, I just want to lay the foundation because we did a a big board update with all the consensus grades on Sunday. So yesterday we got a big board update over at TDN. Farley and Sertain have first round grades. Yeah. Okay. They're the top two guys. Uh, JC Horn with his updated grade checks in 28th overall on the big board. So he's still a top 32 player for us. There's a handful of guys who might catch him. We'll probably know by the beginning of this week if he gets bumped out of the top 32. But he's sitting well, we, 28. We need to cross-check Stokes still. So Right, that's what I mean. Can happen there. Stokes is the one that's lingering. That could potentially jump him um, and see how high he gets. So Stokes, a man coverage corner at Georgia. Press goes, out, goes out, runs 4-2-4. Four, four, mm-hmm. 11-foot broad jump. Mm-hmm. 41 and a half inches on the vertical jump. My guy is an athlete, a specimen. You could tell he's uh, did some track in his day because that was probably hold on. Make sure that this isn't too much of a, of an overstatement. Probably the best start I've ever seen for a 40 yard dash in terms got of them block, blocks clean. Oh, and explode. I mean, it was, and he ran perfectly straight. Like everything that he can do from a technique perspective in that run, he did. It I'm going to correct you right there. Second run, he didn't hold the, the hand back for three seconds, so that right. time didn't count. Right, but I'm talking about the one that did. All right, He needed to hold <laughs> that hand for another second. But like, okay, so great. Technique matters a lot, but then he still showed that explosiveness in the jumps, right? So you, this yeah. is an explosive, dynamic athlete. And I always say this with corners, especially if you're going to want to run man coverage. That wide receiver knows where they're going. I think cornerbacks have to be – amazing athletes to be able to mirror these guys 
and take away that separation. And I think there's a lot to be excited with Stokes. It's not like he's small. He's got he's got good length. He's got good size overall. So I think this is a really exciting package, right? Of physical skills. I'm anxious to get into the tape. I I did I wrote him up midseason last year as, after I did some work on him, and I really came away impressed. So I'm anxious to kind of get a, a closer look at the full body of work and, and see if um, he's got the tape to match the tools. So we got another couple of guys that I definitely want to make sure we get to, Joe, but I don't want to go any further while talking about Donald De La Haye. Oh. So listeners everywhere asking, who in the blue hell is that? Since we were talking about The Rock earlier. There's a Chris Shuby, a 90s pro wrestling reference for you. Um, there you go. He's wearing Ricky the Dragon Steamboat t-shirt right now. Proud, proudly showing it to this player, Donald De La Haye, is the UCF kicker who has in excess, that's correct, Joe, right? In excess of 1 million Instagram followers. Seven digits. Seven digits of Instagram followers. So he does the trick shots. He does the trick kicks. Well, this guy, <laughs> Donald De La Haye, came out. He's not just a trick shot kicker. He ran 4-5-4. He had a vertical of 40 and a half inches and broad jump of 10 feet, seven inches for a kicker. Just kickers are people too. Punters are people too. That whole saying kickers uh, are athletes. Kickers are athletes too. And Donald <laughs> did his best to, to really change that narrative this past weekend. We have been telling you about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on every single bar. And now it's the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness, and there's a tournament. Today's matchup features Apple Almond Crisp against Churro Puff. And peanut butter brownie versus raspberry. Kyle, I am all oh. the way in on raspberry oh. and apple almond crisp for the winners this round. What was the churro puff? Churro was puff it? versus apple almond crisp, and then peanut butter brownie versus raspberry. So I'm out on peanut butter brownie. So we're we're both voting raspberry. Against, yeah, we're both voting raspberry, but we are against each other in the other vote. I'm not in on apple crisp. Oh. Give me the churro puff. Okay, well, I disagree on that. But if you want to get involved in the vote, go to BuiltBar.com or to at Built underscore Bar on Twitter to vote for your choice. And when you go to BuiltBar.com and you order some of these delicious protein bars, remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order. That is LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order at Built Bar. And check back to see who won today's matchup, and who will become the best-tasting protein bar. Kyle, I want to mention another name here, and that is not a guy that did anything testing, right? Like, not there. I Well, he did 24 bench press reps. That was unfair, which is a good number. Yeah, don't gloss over this, man. Yeah, I'm not going to. didn't do anything. Clemson wide receiver Amari Rogers. So he yes. did the 24 bench press reps on Thursday, which was really cool because you saw – some really good numbers. You saw Racy McMath, the, the LSU wide receiver. He did 21 reps. Brandon Smith did 22 reps. And then Amari Rogers, who's, uh, you know, 
four inches shorter. I mean, he, he, Probably more than that. Body type, not the same, right? Correct. <laughs> Amari Rogers looks like a running back, and those guys look like you know, you know, discount DK Metcalf in some way. So uh, he, he he really was impressive with the twenty four bench press reps, and then for the the field work, he did drills. He did wide receiver drills with you know the other receivers and, and Kellen Mond and, and some of the other quarterbacks there, and. Amari Rodgers, you watch him at Clemson, and you see a lot of exciting shallow routes, right? Whip routes, drags, uh, you know, quick outs, stuff like that. Getting the ball quick and, and creating after the catch. And then, you know, he's running back frame, shows up, and he does well for himself after the catch. He did all that, of course, on Friday. But to me, what really stood out was what he did down the field, showing a vertical receiving skill set, whether it was the routes or making good plays and adjustments on the ball down the field. I remember there was one in the quarter, corner of the end zone. The ball felt like it was in the air forever, and I think we even looked at each other just in anticipation for how Amari was going to adjust to this football. And he was able to kind of see it back. over his outside shoulder and then readjust to get himself into a better position while the ball was in the air. And that was impressive to see because that was my question with Amari is, is he really a guy that can attack all levels of the field? And I'll tell you what, after watching – his performance on Saturday or Friday, I certainly feel better about that proposition. So I get clowned on in the TDM Premium Slack. Uh, if you're not a member of TDM Premium, by the way, now's a great time to sign up. This is the perfect time of year. Trades in the Mock Draft Machine, our expert form Slack channel in which you can interact with us and hundreds of other football fans on a daily basis. Uh, you get some exclusive content with our trade-by-trade scouting reports. It's good stuff. I get clowned on in there. Because I like to say I'm out, I'm all the way out on the show, right? But for in the case of Amari Rodgers, I'm in, I'm all the way in on Amari Rodgers as a pro prospect. Having seen enough of him now and then seeing him in person, you know who he's built like, Joe? Josh he's not, Reed? No. Wrong side of the ball is who he's built like. Oh, you're going defense here. Yes. You know who he's built like? Remember Juan Price from Pitt? You, wait, I can't. I cannot wait to hear where you're going like this. That was a that was an edge player. Correct. Go, Google Juan Price right now. Yeah, I, I'll never forget the bicycle shorts that he wore. A N Price. I'm Pull familiar. Remember, and he tell, didn't really wear pants. Correct. He had the the short shorts, like the the <laughs> football pants that like the the pants stopped at the bottom of the thigh pad. Tell me, he's not built like this. Because he's st- he's stocky, he's dense as hell below the waist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, That's a wide receiver, right? For for the Ewan Price versus the rest of the edge players that have ever existed, and, and Amari Rogers versus all the other wide receivers that have ever existed. This is a good comparison. It's, you know the the glorious. You know people talk about AJ Dillon's thighs and Saquon <laughs> Barkley's thighs. Amari Rogers is that dude this year. Like he's built that well. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think he definitely helped himself with the weight room strength that he showed and, and illustrating himself functionally on the field in some ways that he hasn't been asked to be used before. That's always one of the big scouting dilemmas is, you know, just cause a guy wasn't asked to do it doesn't mean he can't do it. Well, you, you look at Mark Rogers and you, you look at his resume as far as what he did this past weekend. And uh, there was a video of him that went viral running like a, a, post pogo into the the end zone on a deep ball and he makes this leaping one-handed kick like he's putting highlights out there all the time so 
Of course, it's different in a game setting, but you're seeing him flash the ability in different ways that he hasn't been asked to in Clemson. So he's a guy that I'm in on. Another guy I think I'm in on within reason, and this was my favorite thing, Joe, about this event, is it got to showcase some guys that are going to be day three guys, right? We're watching J.C. Horn to start the weekend. And 53 on South Carolina just keep just flashing at me again and again and again and again. And he dominated the Vanderbilt game. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? His name's Ernest Jones. Lo and behold, what you know, he was out house of athlete this weekend. And he did the tests. First of all, dude's got vines for arms. He's one of these long-armed linebackers. You like that for separation ability to get off blocks. You like that for tackle radius and, and ability to make plays outside your torso. He came out and he jumped 38 and a half and 10-4 in the broad explosive in the jumps. So I think he's ideally a guy who's going to have to play a role between the tackles. Don't think he's a coverage option. I don't think he's a guy who's going to be a pure, pure Mike and run sideline to sideline. But if you need a thud, he's got some explosiveness to him and he made a lot of plays with between the tackles and, and he beat up. If you had somebody stepping down to try and you know, wash him out of the play, he showed some length and ability to work over top of those blocks and, I was impressed with Ernest Jones. So if you need a box linebacker on day three, this is a guy that's got some explosiveness, and he showed that with his jumps. I think my favorite thing about Ernest Jones is he plays the game with really good angles. And it's hard to it's hard to fix. Like, you don't do that. Like, you have a natural feel for, like, what tracks you need to take in pursuit to get there on schedule. Really appreciate that about Ernest Jones from South Carolina. Kyle, I was pretty happy with Marquez Stevenson, the wide receiver from Houston. Uh, Every time I watched Houston, I really felt like this was the best athlete on the field. And you saw a lot of big-time explosive plays. You just also had a lot of injuries there with Stevenson. He goes out and runs 4-4, even on the 40. 10-1 in the broad, 41, uh, 41 and a half on the vertical jump, which, you know, those those are good numbers. And, you know, I, I think that he's still a guy that is – I don't want to say slept on, but like if you're thinking about a speed receiver, you want to get faster on offense, and you know you're not wanting to invest a, a first or second round pick on that. I think you can get that in early day three on Marquez Stevenson from Houston. So that was another guy that I like, Kerry Vincent Jr., the DB from LSU, uh, a four three forty yard dash, ten inch broad jump. You know, I think that was a, a good showing for him as well to show that explosiveness and that athleticism that we saw on tape. Well, I was going to get a little Kerry Vincent action in, and you snatched him right up there at the end. What can I say? Any other thoughts? House of Athlete. First of all, Chris has something. Chris, debut on Monday. What's up, brother? Well, I have a, I have a question for you guys. Yeah. This was the first time you've been out doing anything football-related in a really long time. Mm. How did that feel? Over a year. I mean, how did, I'm surprised you didn't lead with that out of the gate. Man. It was beautiful to be there, to be on the sideline with football players doing football things, getting live eyes on it. It was very refreshing. And, um, you know, shout out to the uh, House of Athlete for, you know, creating a, a safe environment for everyone to mm-hmm. uh, to take mm-hmm. all this in. And, um, you know, that was something that really stood out to me as well. I, I, it was it felt normal for the first time in a long time. 
Agreed with everything Joe says. Uh, my final observation uh, is more so to do with uh, the man who put on the event, Brandon Marshall, and his ongoing beef and spat with Terrell Owens, who Joe and I are on different sides of the fence oh. on. Wait, wait, don't say anything. I want Chris to break mm. the tie. Chris has to break the tie. Chris, who wins the race, Brandon Marshall or Terrell Owens? Brandon Marshall wins the race between him. Yes. Mm. No way. He's 10 no years way. older than Brandon. That's Joe. the only compelling thing that you have. Terrell Owens handily wins this race. Oh, I hope we get Brandon on the show to talk about the event so that we can talk about this with him. You better not put me under the bus. I've seen the man alive. Explain to him in person why they're picking against him. Joe, have you seen the movie Bad Teacher? Yeah, actually, I have. Okay, where where it's it's the only argument I need, Sean. It's the only argument we need that Brandon Marshall is 10 years younger. We don't need anything else. We're good. Terrell Owens was markedly faster when they we had time 40s on these guys. I know I look both these guys are in phenomenal shape, I'm sure. But TO just oozes with explosiveness where Brandon Marshall like I mean even on his fastest day he couldn't touch TO. You're counting on 10 years of decline to be the reason why. Yes. Give me Yes, a I am. Buffalo Bills great Terrell Owens. That's that's the that's the root versus of versus Brandon Marshall great or Miami Dolphins, great Brandon Marshall. Jets, Jets, great Brandon Marshall. Well, I wonder well. why we're picking the guys we're picking here. So Terrell is is forty seven years old. You're be, you're picking a forty seven year old to be a thirty six year old. Damn just, right, I am. Just being putting all the chips on the table here. Okay. Okay. I would I would love to see it because I'll tell you what, Brandon having a little fun at the start of the the, the day on Friday, has his media availability. Somebody asked him. We take the video clip. Rob puts it up on social. <laughs> and I think Terrell Owens retweeted or quote tweeted that damn video six times throughout the course of the next six hours. And he was beside himself that Brandon said he was too busy to race T.O. Get your popcorn ready. Ten, ten years younger should be ready to jump on the field any time and run that sprint. You saw Brandon jump in cold and rep 16 on 225 on the bench. He's be perfectly fine. T.O.'s getting 20. T.O. uses bands. He doesn't even use weights. My guy's ready, lean, ready to cook them in the food. Okay, we're done here. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert agree to disagree on the T.O. versus Brandon Marshall debate, but we can all agree that you're going to want to hit subscribe and come back for another great week of draft dudes. We have the live stream this evening, youtube.com, the draft network. We go live at 7:30 PM Eastern standard time. So plan accordingly. Hope to see you then. Thanks for listening. We'll talk with you guys soon.